Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Tracy from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Are you a small business owner or even someone who dreams of entrepreneurship? Then check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from iHeart Podcasts and Intuit QuickBooks. Join hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres as they interview entrepreneurs sharing insights around starting and nurturing a small business. You won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. Planning your next trip? Choice Hotel's family of 22 brands has over 7,400 locations and the perfect hotel for any traveler you want to be. Like a Cambria Hotel serving up locally inspired craft cocktails for all my folks who maybe want to meet up and talk about Mad Royals. Check into a Radisson Hotel with flexible workspaces for you strivers who listen during business travel. Or a Comfort Hotel with free hot breakfast, family-friendly pools, and big spacious rooms for the parents who listen with their kids and need a little retreat. What are you waiting for? Join Choice Privileges and start earning points toward your next stay. Find a stay for any you when you book direct at choicehotels.com, where travels come true. Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and happy Friday. I'm Holly Fry. And I'm Tracy V. Wilson. We talked about Anne-Marie-Louise d'Orléans this week. Yeah. I didn't realize that the timing of her life dovetails nicely with Van Dyke. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's kind of like, here's two things that were going on kind of simultaneously since he was trying to get the commission to decorate some of the palace for Louis Thirteenth and didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are several things we did not, that I didn't include in the, the actual show. For various reasons, some that it would just require. I mean, I felt like we had to spend so much time explaining how the fronde worked because there, anytime I've read about it in the past, when I haven't done like a deep enough dive, I always walk away scratching my head and going, wait, I thought those guys were friends. Like not <laughs> understanding that whole turn that happened. Right. When Parliament was like, we got a good deal for us, guys. And the nobility were like, je m'excuse. Um, so <laughs> um, one of the things that we didn't talk about, though, is um, Anne of Austria and Mazarin's rumors, we have no substantiation, that Mm -hmm. they were, in fact, romantically involved. Yeah, we talked about that in our Hortense and Marie. Yeah. Uh, Like, we didn't talk about it. It it was a brief mention of that. Yeah. Which, you know, there are even rumors that they secretly got married. Yeah. And this is a thing that I don't know how to feel about. Not specific to them, but in general, mm-hmm. I feel like any time, especially when there is a woman regent, like a mother to a monarch who is kind of running things, and she has a male advisor, mm-hmm. the rumor is always that they're having an affair or that they're in love or mm-hmm. possibly even married. I mean, we even see this with, like, Queen Victoria's mother and her advisor like there are even theories that that man is actually victoria's father in some circles and then even victoria and her advisors and like there's part of me that's like 
is there no way people could imagine <laughs> a man and woman could be working together and not have some sort of romance between them? Right. And then on the other hand, I'm like, it's all so insulated and weird. I could see it being very natural for two people in that position where they're constantly together and the only two people that can really understand the other's life situation Mm -hmm. where that would kind of magically set the alchemy in play of like a romance developing. I don't know. I, I mean, the bottom line is people will always speculate about whether or not any two people secretly are having some sort of romance. It just always makes me think about these things. Um, I have no, like, summation or position on it. I just always find myself going, yeah, but is it just, is that the only thing we could possibly imagine? Is that the only option? Right. Like, maybe they could just be BFFs. You don't, I mean, I don't know. Um, The other thing that we didn't mention is that um, Anne-Marie Louise connects to another podcast we did not that long ago, which is Jean-Baptiste Lully, Mm -hmm. the conductor, because she is the one who brought him to French court for the first time. Mm. And so that's pretty fascinating. Nothing more than that. Fascinating. Okay, here's the gross part. Okay, gross part. If you are squeamish about post-mortem yuckiness... I don't know, maybe skip ahead a minute and a half. Mm. Um, Allegedly, at the funeral, something had gone wrong with her embalming, and there was an urn. I don't know why this would be the case. I'm sure there's some reason, but there was an urn that would have had entrails in it. Okay. And allegedly, it exploded. Oh, gross. And this was at... The brand new area that had been built of Versailles. So her, like, some people have joked her parting gift was just to stink up Versailles on her way out because it was <laughs> apparently utterly disgusting. I don't know if this is true or not. Yeah, I, I'm i having question marks about, like, exactly what... Right, me too. Like, what was happening with embalming at this point? Well, and the thing is, even if embalming was well-established at this point, there is always the possibility that one guy got it wrong. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, like, I know in North America, it's a comparatively recent thing. Mm -hmm. Like, a 19th century thing, not a... So, yeah. Yeah. But still, hmm. There's also the factor that, right, we are getting these accounts, this came up in that um, Sackville West biography. And so we're getting that account translated. And I I also have that thing of like, has anybody gone back to retranslate it? Or even are there things that the best translator might not get because there's some nuance in the wording that we, sure. that is completely out of practice now yeah. that nobody, that yeah. wasn't even very popular to begin with, like some turn of phrase. So I don't, I don't know. That's why I didn't want to include it. One, because yuck. And two, because... I feel like there's some mystery as to whether or not it's true. But it's it's a funny thing to think about that even on the way out, she kind of flipped the bird to the monarchy right. and was like, <laughs> uh, nope. So two things. The first thing is what you were saying about like very old documents being translated. It reminded me a little bit of um, these annotated editions of Jane Austen's novels that I have, Mm -hmm. where it really is like the page of the novel on one page and the facing page is all annotations on it. 
and how much of that is just explaining things that is not 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 terminology we use now not how we think about things now stuff like that where like it would be like that furnishings meant furniture like that one came up several times the only reason reason I remember it but when um there was one of the things that we were reading that was a quote from her and I stumbled over it and you were like I don't know what that means and I had a moment where it reminded me of that of like reading through all of these annotations that just explained things that just aren't things that we say or do now so much the other thing is uh, I was reading the uh, the outline for this episode when you sent me o- when you sent it over to me, and I got to the part where it said Victoria Sackville West, and I was like, "Oh, that's funny. Is she related to Vita Sackville West? Because it had just never occurred to me that her full first name was Victoria." Yeah. Uh, like, I have never heard her referred to as anything. I've admittedly, like, never read a full, complete biography of her or anything, but, like, I have always heard her referred to as Vita Sackville West. So I, I just immediately assumed that this Victoria was some other person. She was not. One and the same. Yes. Listen, I'm always going to say Victoria because I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Anne Marie Louise. Yeah. I really, I mean, I said it to you during one of our our breaks, but I really marvel at her being actively engaged in battle. Yeah. And I likened it to, you know, if if somebody like Paris Hilton was like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna get involved in active combat. You'd be like, What? <laughs> it was uh that sort of unusual and uh, there are a lot of interesting paintings of her that kind of uh, borrow from that Amazon nickname. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she was apparently a very big personality, mm-hmm. and people liked being around her. Uh, whether she liked being around them or not, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do also find it really interesting that someone that was so central to life at court and seemed to love it was suddenly like, let's run away and not be part of this at all. But that's also, you know, kind of the beginning of that trend that happened by the time we get to Louis the 16th, like Mm -hmm. where, you know, like Marie Antoinette got really into Rousseau and was like, let's live out in nature and had a tiny farm built for herself. Those are connected ideas. They're just, yeah. they're, they're a little ways apart on the timeline, but like they're in the same vein of of trend in the royalty. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want a, a farm. I mean, farms are neat to visit, but I can't imagine being like, let's go live in the middle of nowhere. We'll put some hermit holes in the forest and also... <laughs> To me, it's one of those things that just seems like the indulgent fantasy of a privileged mind, right? Like the the more appealing thing to me would be like kind of like a neighborhood, yeah, but more like the houses are arranged around like a central common area, yeah, and all of my friends live in them, and so I can just like walk next door to my friend's house. And in the summertime, we can all, you know, hang out in the nice weather, cook some food, and not have to do this situation where it's like, 
I got to drive 20 minutes or take an hour on the train to go yeah. <laughs> see yeah. my friend. Yeah. That's really the options. 20 minutes in the car, an hour on the train. Right? I always say that if I magically were to, like, win the lottery, yeah, I would just make offers to all of our neighbors yeah. to buy their houses. So one is obviously for, like, uh, shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Shoe house. And, um, you know, the various things I have purchased too much of and need more space for. But that others we would fix up to be like, you know, anybody who needs a place to live can hang and right. just maybe put a roller rink in one of them. That's one of yeah. my, yeah. that's one of my big things lately to think about. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on, lottery. <laughs> When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There is still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI in revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the United States? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. And every episode hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. Planning your next trip? Choice Hotels has a stay for any traveler you want to be with 22 brands and over 7,400 locations. Whether you're a business traveler, a family road tripper, someone who wants to seek out history and maybe make your own, or just planning a quick getaway, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Like a Cambria Hotel, where you can be a cocktail connoisseur and sip locally inspired craft beverages at downtown locations in the center of it all. This is a fun way to visit cities with a lot of history and a lot of fun in mind. Or a Radisson Hotel 
for all our productivity powerhouses out there. With flexible workspaces and on-site restaurants, you'll get the most out of your work trip. You'll get the coffee, the Wi-Fi, and the work done. And we can't forget about comfort hotels. Imagine you're a family road tripper waking up in your big spacious room and then heading down to a free hot breakfast for the entire family, including waffles. So you'll be well-fed and ready for the day's adventure, even if that's just relaxing. After that, you're spending all afternoon relaxing by the pool. You deserve it. What are you waiting for? Join Choice Privileges and start earning points toward your next stay. Find a stay for any you. Book directly at choicehotels.com, where travels come true. We talked about Harrison Dyer this week. We did. We're recording other episodes after this one that are coming out next week, and I have said this is accidental drama week because there's so much drama in this episode, and then there's so much drama. That's a little sneak preview. Also, accidental Baha'i faith theme. Oh, Uh, yeah. Yeah. Random. And I didn't go into that very much here. There's so much I didn't go into. Yeah, I don't either in the upcoming ones. And I, um, this this may sound frightening initially, but... um, I I feel like I understand Harrison Dyer on one level. Yeah. Right? Because he is clearly compulsive. Like, you know, Mark Epstein kind of lays out the case in his book that, like, if you look at the way he did all of his work, like the way he kept his notes, the way he lived his life in all other ways, he had compulsion issues, right? He never did anything by half measure. He had to have all of the insect specimens. He had, And I totally get that. I have that that same drive to, like... I wanted to dig to the center of the earth as a kid. I tried to cordon off the playground uh, sandbox so that I people could, would not mess up my project. I underst I understand all of that. I understand. I listen. I have a shoe problem. I have a fabric problem. I have all of the collecting of things problems. I I get compulsion, but where I'm like, wait a minute, is that like then to kind of make that into like tool of cruelty is very weird to me. Sure. And that's where I'm like, dude, you could have just been a fun kook instead of a jerk. Instead, you're and a meanie. Then, and we would have loved you. And it's Who made up a person. <laughs> who made up a whole person. Um, in order to be a bigamist. In order to be a bigamist. And there are some interesting theories about his bigamy. One thing that came up that I thought was really, really interesting was in that Nevada Supreme Court case where they heard the appeal of Waleska's divorce <laughs> is there's nurse testimony where uh, the, it, they have the nurse who delivered or was present uh, at the hospital where they delivered several of Waleska's uh, kids. I don't know if it was all three or just one or two, but she was like, oh, you know, I thought it was odd that this other guy was there and that he would lie down in bed with her at the hospital. And I'm like, what? <laughs> There's like an element of it where they're they're both so cloak and daggery and so brazen about the whole thing that I'm like, this is just bananas. Yeah. Um, and the idea that like she tied up so much valuable time in the legal system trying to divorce her imaginary friend because she accidentally had a paper trail of that imaginary friend that she had to get rid of to marry the guy she actually 
wanted to be married to who was her imaginary friend. Like, it's just, it's very, it's a lot. There's a whole lot. And that's not even the tunnels. No, I mean, I find that whole part way more interesting than the tunnels, actually, obviously. Um, I just find the tunnel part scary. Um, (laughs) Because the idea that that he was, I mean, it does seem like some of his neighbors knew about it, at least at one point. Yeah. I kind of think if I had been a neighbor, I might have raised the alarm of being like, hey, this guy's tunneling big giant tunnels and my house is going to be structurally unsound. Well, I will say this. Here are my two thoughts on why nobody raised a stink. Okay. Even though he was not an engineer, I think because he was respected as an intellectual, they thought, like, he knows what he's doing. And also, I don't think they realized how extensive they were. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I think they just thought, like, that guy just loves to dig. I don't know. Um, He's just moving dirt around down there. Yeah. I, I bet they did not realize how far it went. That also seems to be the case with the person tunneling on TikTok. I have not been into the tunnel TikTok very much, but it her does seem like... Her neighbors are mad about it. Her neighbors are mad about it for sure, but it also seems like the projects she initially started of, I'm going to make like a sort of bunker slash shelter, expanded into something much, much bigger. And yeah. like that was when it really became a problem for the neighbors. That's at least my cursory understanding of having not gone down that rabbit hole on the TikTok because it stresses me out. <laughs> yeah, that's more or less my take on it as well. And I too have not gone deep into it because I'm just like, oh, I, I can't with that level of drama. Um, here is an interesting thing. That ties some of this weird bigamy issue together in a strange way. There's okay, we're making a constellation of data points here that I'm like, huh. Um, five days after Zella and Harrison got married, Harrison's sister Pearl got married to a man named Sigurd Adolphus Knopf. Was this a real person? Yes, to a real person okay. who was a doctor and a eugenicist oh dear oh so um unsurprising to have eugenics at this point in history but unsurprising still, oh dear. and there have been some some efforts at trying to understand harrison's behavior in this double life and eugenics plays a part in it Mm. Um, because there's there are two big chunks of material where a lot of information that we have about him in terms of like availability to present day come from. And one is a, a series of articles that came out in um the Washington Post in 2012, written by John Kelly, where he kind of lays out the whole story. And then we have Epstein's book. And both of them mentioned that it seems as though Harrison was himself a eugenicist Mm -hmm. who believed his genetics were superior. Oh, dear. And that this may have been both the real catalyst for his conflicts with Zella, because she was not, and also she ended up having hearing loss that she thought was genetic. And so that is why she did not want to have more children. Mm-hmm. And thus he went, well, I got to have more children with someone. Oh, dear. Um, And that that 
may have been his. It's a little bit tricky, right? Because you, I don't want anyone to think like <laughs> that justifies it, or we're trying to say that's that explains it. But uh, it is an ex- explainer of his behavior, which is still bad, right? When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There is still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI in revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the United States? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. And every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business, and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out Season 2 of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. Planning your next trip? Choice Hotels has a stay for any traveler you want to be with 22 brands in over 7,400 locations. Whether you're a business traveler, a family road tripper, someone who wants to seek out history and maybe make your own, or just planning a quick getaway, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Like a Cambria Hotel, where you can be a cocktail connoisseur and sip locally inspired craft beverages at downtown locations in the center of it all. This is a fun way to visit cities with a lot of history and a lot of fun in mind. Or a Radisson Hotel for all our productivity powerhouses out there. With flexible workspaces and on-site restaurants, you'll get the most out of your work trip. You'll get the coffee, the Wi-Fi, and the work done. And we can't forget about comfort hotels. Imagine you're a family road tripper, waking up in your big spacious room and then heading down to a free hot breakfast for the entire family, including waffles. So you'll be well-fed and ready for the day's adventure, even if that's just relaxing. After that, you're spending all afternoon relaxing by the pool. You deserve it. What are you waiting for? Join Choice privileges and start earning points toward your next stay. Find a stay for any you. Book directly at choicehotels.com, where travels come true. And there's also this this thing that comes up periodically, and I'm like, this gets real squirrely, of people wanting to kind of carefully suggest that 
Zella had stopped having sex with him. Uh-huh. And that that's why he was driven to another woman. I have very strong feelings about this, which are mm-hmm. like, cool, if that relationship isn't working for you anymore, get out of it and then mm-hmm. go find what makes you happy. But don't, this degree of concoction of a completely right. fake thing and very purposely lying. Right. Unacceptable. Um, Yeah, it's super duper weird to me and it's so yuckus. I don't. So, yeah, he, um, uh, he was a monster. Um, <laughs> he also, in being a jerk, would we mentioned a little bit of his um his fiction writing, which we didn't get into deeply, that he did and which he included sometimes in the the publication reality, and he would do these really really. It's almost like you know self insertion. Mm-hmm. F- friend fiction mm-hmm. that he would do in some of these stories because a lot of his stories were clearly about things that were part of his life, like like having two families, like having... But he did one after he went after Miss Mitchell for her book mm-hmm. and she sued him. He later wrote a short story called The Taming of a Suffragette in which she is clearly a character in it that is very yeah. thinly veiled that, of course, yeah. becomes, like, you know, not the hero of the piece, that's for sure. This is another accidental theme between today, <sighs> uh, like, this episode on Dyer and, like, our our next week episodes. I feel like people are going to start guessing in the listener mail of what next week's episodes are because next week's episodes also have a number of purported works of fiction that were, like, thinly veiled autobiographies. Yeah. Yeah. I have such a list. I don't want to hit everything. Uh, You're probably wondering, or if you haven't, maybe you will now, what happened to those tunnels? Well. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great question. Um, His old neighborhood's still structurally unsound. The tunnels at uh, 1512 21st Street got left there for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, one of the sets of tunnels, I think that second house on B Street got sold to the government, and Waleska thought they were using it to, like, the tunnels to grow mushrooms as, like, part of a scientific experiment. Mm -hmm. And then later, there was actually some discussion of, and I think even legislation introduced of, like, hey, we got these perfectly good tunnels under Washington, D.C., why don't we use them as, like raid shelters like why don't we fortify them and actually make them into spaces that can have public benefit Mm -hmm. Um, and a survey was done and it was determined they aren't really big enough to work that way even though they're pretty big like just in terms of like the narrowness of spaces and putting people in cramped spaces in an emergency that was not really viable Um, and then the big tunnel apparently in 1958 started to collapse uh-huh. And one of the things that's interesting, this is um, kind of the the end of Epstein's book, is when he mentions that there's this kind of interesting timing where as that tunnel was starting to collapse and Dyer's name came up in the news again, his kids from each of his family visited that tunnel like as a, like, okay, here's what my dad did. And like, that's the one thing that brought them sort of together. They didn't seem to interact or anything. It was like one was there at one point in the day. And one <laughs> okay. is, And I'm just like, this is the weirdest. This is the weirdest coda to the weirdest story, uh-huh. to the weirdest behavior. Yeah. Um, there is a really fun note that I want to end his story on because it's not about him at all. Okay, good. 
It is about his collaborator, J.B. Smith, who worked a lot in mosquitoes as well, his fellow entomologist. And, I mean, when I say these two men went at it, like, there are, if you wanted to do just an episode on scientific argument, Mm -hmm. we could easily do it and read their correspondence back and forth and things that they wrote to other people about each other and things they put in journals about each other and, like... But someone at some point had kind of pointedly asked J.B. Smith, like, why do you still work with this man if you clearly have so many problems? And his response was, I am more interested in mosquitoes than in quarreling. Okay. (laughs) And I'm like, that is probably the best attitude anyone could have in dealing with someone like Harrison Dyer. I agree. Who clearly loved to quarrel, loved it, and loved to make his life complicated. I imagine him down there digging, being like, man, what did I do? I'm I'm really in it. Like, I got two families to support. <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I got a lot of problems, and I made them all myself. I, I don't know. Oof. Yeah. Compulsion, I get. The cruelty, not so much. Right. Uh, if uh, this is your weekend coming up, we hope you don't have to deal with anybody quarrelsome, complicated, or in any way, possibly passing themselves off as a fictional person. Uh, (laughs) If you you have to work or have other responsibilities that don't give you this time off, I still hope you don't have to deal with any of that. And I hope you get some time for yourself. We will be right back here tomorrow with a classic episode and then again on Monday with something brand new. Stuff You Missed in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.